All right, welcome. Episode 14 of Defy the Norm. Today, Gabby and I are sitting down to contemplate where social media exists in our life now and where we see it uh, playing a role going forward in the future. I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes social media isn't the healthiest place for me to hang out. But at the same time, I have found cyber in the cyber world of social media, some of the raddest people and people who I never would know if it wasn't for social media. Not only that, but it's made it so that we could have a successful business because of it. So we're going to tell you, you know, how social media and all this work on consciousness that we've been doing, um, how they're kind of tied together in a lot of ways. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. All right, welcome, you guys. We are so excited. Today, Gabby and I are going to talk about one of our favorite topics, consciousness. But we're going to talk about how it's being played out with uh, all the new rules on Instagram and censorship. And even before all this was going on, we really knew that there's uh, a lot of negative aspects of you know being feeling addicted to your phone and social media. So, Gabby... I'm so glad we get to talk about this. Uh, tell us a little bit about what started this. How, um, you, you know, you haven't been on your phone for a while, right? Or- yeah. It's been about like a month, I'd say, of not being on social media. And part of that was because everything was so political for a while. That it just got exhausting to see, to be at the center of all this conflict and not, not talking about what really matters in everyone's lives. It's just like, it was just conflict. So, I stopped using social media for a long time, and now I'm just not even... I turned my phone off for a week, and it's been like that for... And, you know, it's really hard, I'm sure, because there are a lot of people that you really enjoyed following for inspiration and motivation. Definitely, and I think more that I... it It's really the only place, or it's the best place on the internet to see people's creativity and express your own creativity. And I, I do think there's gonna there there are other ways to express it, but... Instagram is a really nice hub for everyone's creative expressions. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I am so grateful to have Gabby because, honestly, if it wasn't for Gabby's creativity, none of Nomads would exist. None of it. There, If we didn't try to run this blog and then build the blog up into a brand and uh, all these other elements... I would absolutely be the type of person who would never have social media. I would just totally live in my bubble. And so for me, it's been really an amazing thing because it's opened my eyes to so many good things. In fact, for up until the beginning of 2020, I just kind of told Gabby like, hey, let's talk about this on Instagram. And she took care of everything. And then it got to be pretty much by the end of 2019. It was just a little bit draining. This was before, remember, the end of 2019, life was normal. And at that point, Gabby was was doing all of the amazing creative outlet. And we started 2020 
and I said, Gabby, you know what? Like, I'll I'll take over Instagram now, but uh, I want your creative voice here. So I want you to purely don't worry about you know engaging. Don't worry about um, writing the posts or anything. But look, I just want you to be creative. And so November, or I'm sorry, just uh, January first, 2020 she made this defy the norm. That's when defy the norm came out. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that was the motto for 2020. Yeah. And so, you know, the rest of 2020, I kind of did more of the nomads uh, engagement and, you know, you started building up your own Instagram that year, right? Yeah, a little bit. I think I, I tried to at first, I'd go in and out through phases of liking it, didn't like, and then I'd go into it so much. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then I'd stop doing it. And then I'd go into it again and continue the cycle. Do you think it would be was hard a little bit because um, be at your age you tended to draw in certain people at the same age as you, but not necessarily the same mindset, or they weren't. Yeah, into absolutely. The same- I think for the most part, I think that's one of the biggest struggles of Instagram is that um, because it's so picture oriented, there's not as much emphasis on what you're saying in your captions or what you're or what you're saying in general on like your IGTVs. It's more about, it's more about who you are on an ego sense of the, in an ego, ego sense of the term, rather than what do you have to contribute um, to add value to each other's lives. Yeah, and I would notice I, it, Gabby and Isabel both would write really powerful, deep thoughts in their captions, and you know I think, oh man, I know so many people my age would probably like it. But they tend to have people their age following them. And I'm sure it's like, I don't really get what you're talking about is you're talking about like flow state or um, do you remember some of your specific things that you would talk about that you felt like, oh, this is really cool to talk about. Like it was almost I know Isabel really talks about wants to do this more, but you almost wanted to open up a dialogue through Instagram. And it seemed like nobody really wanted to. Definitely. So, I mean, you know. When when 2020 started, like you said, and we started focusing more on our consciousness and how we can become our, our highest selves, to me, it was just so clear that, like, pretty much the whole purpose of life is to become as close as we can to our highest self and overcome our obstacles and our ego and our, our karmic... Um, karma all the karma we're holding on to and so that just seemed so clear in my head like this is the point aren't we all trying to just be become better people and as good as we can be and be more loving forgiving and um release ourselves from all this um anger and shame and all these negative emotions and it to show up on instagram and most people not even have a clue what most of those things are obviously um made this big block in what people in this conversation that you're talking about. But beyond that, 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 um, having that, um, attitude towards social media, bringing these ideas to it just made you feel like, oh gosh, there's not that many people out there who, who really, uh, value these things. Yeah. It's a hard thing with social media is I always think of the brewery. Like I miss so much just going to the brewery, sitting around with a group of people and having, deep conversations about random things. You can't do that on social media. And with so many things shut down, I know personally, I feel like that's a huge void that is missing in my life. And I'll catch myself too, trying to instigate those in, you know, whether it's on Instagram or in sometimes in our blog posts and you get, you know, a little bit of feedback, 
back, but it's not the same as like somebody sitting across the table from you going like, yeah, you know, what do you think about this? And, and while there, there are people having those conversations on social media, you know, we like listening to collective evolution and uh, the way forward. It's still just like you're just like our audience is doing now. You're still like taking it in and not getting to like sit across the table from us and go, yeah, what do you think? Like, what do you think about this feeling of uh, shame or this feeling of, of trying to let go of these past hurts so that you can, you know, be your highest self. I remember last night we were watching Zoolander and that part where <laughs> that was so fun. I looked at, we were watching Zoolander, the part where uh, they have to forgive each other. And they're just so like honest, like, man, I was just so jealous of you. And yeah, you know, well, you were like, you're Zoolander, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like that sometimes where you just feel like here, we're working on it on ourselves. And then you show up on Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, nobody gets me. Or on top of it, like nobody's really cares about this. They just want to be like, which shirt should I wear today? Definitely. So, so to go to what I think the real issue is, like, the average user who goes to social media is not going to social media to share to share ideas and to connect with other individuals. Maybe in theory, at first, that's what social media was supposed to be, to connect with other people, just like that brewery type feel you're talking about. But now it's evolved in such a this convoluted way to become just a place where people exchange self-worth for, for each other. Like, oh, here, I'm going to give you a comment that's going to make you feel good about yourself. And then you give me a comment to make me feel good about myself. And if I get 100 likes, that validates my self-worth as a human being. And I'll never need to uh, dive into my real um, vulnerabilities and emotional traumas. And it's really hard. We're going to tell you guys that because Gabby and I take a lot of business classes and like, how did you better on social media? And this is why we have probably are stuck at 12,000 followers because we don't do what they tell you to do. And that is, you're supposed to show up and show how vulnerable you are. Like, oh my gosh, it was so hard for me today. I I couldn't get the RV. Like, we just don't have, I can't even think of an example because we're not really <laughs> relatable. I couldn't get the RV hitched up right. And my kids won't do, won't do school when I ask them to. And I'm so tired. And it's really hard for Gabby and I, with our personality types, to show up and play the poor me card because we always like social media to be the place where we're inspiring. Like, hey, you got this. Yeah, it's hard, but let's go. We got this. We can do it. Charge that mountain. Go up that rock wall. Do you think that was a little bit of it that that naturally you want to be this inspiration? And it seemed like the people playing like. Oh. Yes. And it's like the oversimplified way to say it is that you just show up on social media and everyone seems so basic. That's not everyone there's a lot of people out there who are still sharing some really powerful and authentic and meaningful messages but for the most part it is that everyone showing up and it's what somebody called it something it's the um oh what is it the pity boast that's what it is the pity boast it's because the people don't want to hear how how great you're doing in your life and everyone's saying like oh i did this amazing thing i was so proud of myself and people don't want to hear that. They want to hear that you're doing worse than they are. And then they can give you a compliment. And then in, it happens in in, uh, in a cycle. And so we're not here to say like, ah, if you're doing that. I think the point what we wanted to convey in this podcast is that, so this is our struggle. 
this is our pity boast. Like, yes, we struggle with like, how do we, how do we do appropriate messaging that inspires and gets engagement, even though it feels like sometimes nobody wants to hear that. And if it felt like that six months ago, it's just gotten worse in the last couple months. Uh, so we have been doing a lot of things, you know, with the chakras, working on healing sacral chakra. So do you want to tell them a little bit about like how uh, sacral chakra is such a such a block chakra in society in general today? Yeah, so um, I wrote an article on this on our website. Um, it's called Sacral Chakra Healing. And um, it's I, the reason I wrote about this one chakra as opposed to not the other six chakras is because the sacral chakra is the most blocked chakra in the average American person. Um, like of American people the majority of Americans have a block sacral chakra. I actually don't know. Maybe you, you don't have a, you don't seem to have a block sacral chakra. I was going to say everyone I know has a block sacral chakra, but not you. (laughs) (laughs) I did at one point. I have to say that, uh, it, which the defining part, I think having five kids and then being able to physically bounce back as well as I did and be able to juggle a business and the kids, and homeschooling, and then to dream of RV travel, and then to go do it, um, kind of unblocked any sacral chakra of blockages that I might have had, and sacral chakra uh, rules, oh, and I'm going to give, throw Victor a bone here, and be like, and having the most loving, supportive husband definitely helped that too, because sacral chakra is your sense of individuality, it's kind of like owning your weirdness, and it was, I was so shy when I was a teenager and I was so self-conscious up until, but I had Danny when I was only 22. And so from like 21 to 25, I had so much growth. By the time I was 25, I had three kids, a successful business, uh, an amazing husband. I'd owned a couple homes by then. So it definitely, I had a head start in that part. I do have to work on I've had other chakras that I get to work on instead. But back to sacral chakra, why does that get blocked so much is I don't think it's like um, a domino. Like uh, you have, I look at my parents and I look at other people's parents, maybe that they, their parents had blocked sacral chakras. So they end up just uh, giving their kids these same kind of blockages, meaning in order for me to have my kids not have a sacral chakra block, I have to really focus on not having an expectation so much out of them to achieve as much as like understand yourself. Meaning like Gabby's a type three, Isabel's a nine, Dry's a seven, Danny's a four, Tati's a six. I have to take each of them and be like, okay, what is your core desire? What makes you, you, what makes you tick? And now We need to dive deep into that. So how I homeschool each kid has been different. How, what their athletics or sports or activity looks like is different. What they, um, what they're trying to create as a business is different. So all of those things. uh, So what do you have to add for like sacral tracker? What do you feel like has um, limits, you know, it opening fully for you? Actually, I already know the answer to this one. So I sh- we go rock climbing right now in St. George. I gotta let Gabby chime in in a second. We go rock climbing. And I mean, I'm not a good rock climber. Not only that is as Gabby's gotten really good at leading, I've gotten worse because I get lazy. And so I'm like, well, I could lead it, but why? Gabby's so much better. We'll just let her lead it. And so 
I'm basically codependent on her for rock climbing. And she'll lead these things. And like, to me, she's just so amazing. Every single time I'm on a route, I'm just, I look down at her and I go, how did you lead this? I don't understand why you weren't more proud of yourself. Like, this is so amazing. But this is probably why she turned off her phone. Because in her head, she goes to lead and just thinks of like, well, I'm not a 512 climber. We look at what we're not instead of what we are. And that is really up to us to like dig deep into that. I think there's times when I look in my life that I go, oh, well, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not me. I'm not part of the two comma club for making, um, for my Cook business <laughs> and I'm not, but I don't tend to stay in that space of what I'm not. I just go like, okay, well, am I working towards something? Yes. Can I work towards it much faster? Probably not. And I'd have to let go of a lot of other things that bring me joy. So Gabby, on the other hand, who is an amazing rock climber, I'm sure it's hard because of being raised in a era of social media it makes you so much more aware of what you're not right I mean I think I would go even a step a step further to say like I think depending on your Enneagram your astrology your numerology this energetic imprint that you were born with gives you a natural tendency towards certain chakras being blocked I I really do believe that um you know, and this is not just like, oh, random assumption. I've studied this a lot. I'm, I'm very confident in the fact that, like, there's a part of me that was born to have this this challenge to overcome a sacral chakra blockage. And and I think other people, like, maybe maybe as a type 8, you have to overcome this heart chakra, um, right? Sure. Don't you think? I do. So all these things taking into account, this energetic imprint does affect which chakras you're block are blocked. But for the most part, I do think we are in a society that has mostly blocked sacral chakras. And um, the book, I'm actually reading a book right now called um, The Map of Consciousness Explained. Um, and it's really interesting. I love um, cross-referencing the things that um, different um, philosophies of, of chakras and yoga and spirituality and then back to Myers-Briggs type indicator and then Enneagram and then business and then homeschooling. I love tying things together. And so one thing that's found very interesting, which inspired me to write my latest blog on our website um, about social media, was that um, in the book, it explains this um, systematic framework map of consciousness. And it associates a different number scale with a different life view, emotion, a God view, and in the process of overcoming that. And so it says in the book that there's a statistic that 85% of the world is stuck below the level of 200. And the level below 200 are all emotions that are associated with both the root and sacral chakra. And I think we talked about this maybe in another podcast, possibly not, but um, there's a collective energy field around us. So we each have our own energy fields, but all those energy fields combined together on this earth creates one collective energy field and if the majority of the world if each individual is vibrating at the level of their sacral chakra consciousness um and i can re i'm probably gonna have to re-explain this even simpler but if for each of us are vibrating at that level of let's say 200 of 
I'm stuck on this sacral chakra and I can't quite move past to the next chakra of vibration because I'm still stuck on this one thing that I can't quite create this own intrinsic fulfillment and completion in. Then we're at the sacral chakra level and so the ma if the majority of the world is at that sacral chakra level then we're all collectively vibrating at this 200 level and I think this is what is associated with Yeah, I, I know. I see I get where you're saying that uh when you think of the le levels of the chakras and so you start at your root chakra you feel safe you feel secure you have a tribe well before 2020 finding your tribe that you uh can relate to can identify with is a hard thing to begin with that's that's if you if you had your tribe awesome then and it doesn't have to be your family tribe if anything i think we went through a lot of years where a lot of us wanted to disconnect with from our family tribe because our family tribe kind of tried to box us in. And this might be where I'm saying that, like, we had issues with our parents to begin with. They didn't know. They were just trying to survive. They maybe didn't know. They didn't have the skill set to think about, like, hmm, how can I, how can I uh, really look at what my daughter's talents and gifts are and give her space in her life in order to be creative and nurture those. No, it was like, I got to work. I got to put food on the table. You got to go to school, get, you know, go to college, get a good job done. Like there was no conversation outside of that. Like we're having today, which is a cool thing that we're getting to have these conversations today. But you get these people that finally, finally you find your tribe, whether it's with a familiar unit or not with your family unit. And then 2020 hits and now we have a literal fear, an actual thing that we can't see, but that we're being told we should be scared of. And for a while, we, a lot of us were scared of it. But then I think as 2020 came to an, close to an end that we were like, mm, I don't know if we have something to be scared of anymore. Anyways, so then if we have, if that one's blocked, if we're living in fear, we're way below consciousness of 200. You can't, you can't be in fear and then show up at social media and be like, you can't be authentic. You can't voice with a compassion and assertion like, hey, that's so amazing that you are living your life to the fullest when I'm sitting here in my apartment and haven't gone outside in a week because I'm scared. There, there's no way for those two people to be on the same wavelength um, in a conversation. So of course, social media is going to become a problem when you have, yes, people under 200. Sacral chakra blockages, you you're have a secure, even if you have a secure root chakra, you have to have that space where uh, you're allowed to be different. You're allowed to be unique. And so I think that's what you were saying, Gabby, is that it's, it's really hard if, uh, if our consciousness isn't trying to work its way through that. So, so when you read that book, um, it's kind of like, it's almost like a, there's a staircase. Like you can, like you actually, it shows like you go up the numbers. Yeah, definitely. There's like a different emotion associated and it kind of shows you the evolution of working out of a certain negative emotion into the next positive self-growth. So that's kind of a tangible way to do it. Like if you catch yourself always feeling, say, anxious, you can kind of look at the emotion, the next consciousness, the next emotion, and kind of work towards, yeah, towards that emotion. Yeah, I think it gives people a tangible, um, a tangible goal of not that's not overwhelming of how do I become a better person or how do we become happier or just a, or a more enlightened individual. 
Yeah, and I think, um, I'm going to go back real quick to when I said why I felt like I didn't have a sacral chakra blockage and how I think the fact that I was lucky enough to be in a marriage of somebody who's so supportive and I probably did have sacral chakra blockages before I was married to Victor for a few years and that, you know, it's important for us to find self-fulfillment, but we really do need that tribe that not just not that it just gives us affirmation because I grew up with a ton of like, hey, I'm so proud of you, but it wasn't in It wasn't, I was, I'm proud of the person you are. It's like, I'm a proud of the, the grade you're getting. I'm proud of the accomplishments. Way to go to score that goal. And I think we're trying to help teach people to move past that. Like uh, Isabel in her mindfulness course talks about how we don't want to necessarily just tell our kids, you're awesome all the time. We need to talk about more the things that the, the actions that they're doing and not the results all the time. So it was kind of neat. And she's teaching me. I haven't read the book that uh, Gabby's read yet about map of consciousness, but she was kind of telling me like, oh, you're at this level. And right away, I'm like, oh, OK, what's the next emotion that I can work on? Because I catch it. Um, one of the things that I've noticed in the last year because of all the stuff we've talked about uh, with mindfulness and consciousness and you know, having this desire to, whether you can t picture this 5D reality or not, um, it, I want to be a part of it. I'm like, I'm a game for it. So if there's anything I can do to help raise my consciousness to be a part of it, I'm trying to, to work on that. And in the end, it comes back to like working on being more loving, being more trusting, being, and it, those are really powerful things if you think about it too right? To, to like let go of that uncertainty and let go of that Absolutely. affirmation. And to let go of the ego as entirely in a way. I mean, that's the, the goal and that's not something that's easy to do. It's, I mean, sim that's the simplified way to say it, that you really have to let go of your ego, but your ego is there for a reason. It defends, it defends you. And to say that you don't need it anymore <laughs> makes yeah. it want to react defensively. Yeah, and so in some ways, even if you're not working on it, um, by turning off your phone, it like gives you more opportunities to work on it because. Yeah, and I think there's more of a reason I turned off my phone was that. Um, so I'll I'll give the example that I use that uh, Instagram and social media, all social media right now, kind of feels like this Jenga tower that we keep stacking. And the reason it's a Jenga tower is because we've been going on like this for almost a decade now of being so reliant on social media because at first it wasn't like this and it's just because of the way the world is evolving and how we were moving into different astrological transits and having these really big transitions we're, we're reaching a really unsteady spot in social media because it hasn't had it doesn't have it didn't have a good framework of and that framework is the people using it the people using it brought these problems to social media and so um, Instagram right now is this Jenga tower that's not steady. You know, all the, all the, there's a, a lot of pieces that are not in the Jenga tower and I correlate it kind of to how the stock market works in a way. And I, that might sound random if you don't know what's going on with like the monetary system, but we talk about, um, oh, the market a lot and we're really, we're really interested in how the monetary system is working right now with everything that's going on. So, I mean, if you don't know, I assume everybody knows, but if you don't know, the Fed's printing, they've printed like uh, trillions, trillions of dollars in the last couple months. And it's, it's just, you can't just keep um, printing money out of thin air. Eventually it's going to collapse. And so, so essentially it's, it's working the exact same way with that like button. Okay. So that like button, every time you get a like, 
you know, it, it stacks onto that jen- everyone's in own individual Jenga tower and, you know, everyone's individual Jenga towers combines to create this one Jenga tower of social media and all these likes keep stacking and all these people keep getting, oh, self-worth, 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 I feel validation, affirmation, and it feels great when people get it, but it's, it's not real. A like is not real, tangible, um, intrinsic love for yourself. It's not real, intrinsic self-worth. And so that Jenga, Jenga piece is a synthetic value of self-worth. And the problem is now we have this really tall Jenga tower that's not stable. Those, it's about to tip over and collapse. And that's why I think it's time for so many of us to just tip over our own Jenga towers and be done with it and start rebuilding our own self-worth from the inside out. Absolutely. And so the gold back standard really for social media really comes down to like personal self-growth, finding that self-affirmation first. Absolutely. And so, you know, that's definitely part of defying the norm is, you know, not needing that, that like button. And it's been hard, you know, I don't know if you know, uh, I don't know if we told it on, on here or not, but basically when Instagram on December 20th changed its um, terms and I didn't like how much it just was tracking you and and could access your bank accounts and could access your camera like we took an old iPod and that's our Instagram phone but what that did is that we only turn that phone on three times a week to we post three times a week we leave it on for a few hours we engage and then we turn it off and be like then we're done with it and it's not I, I definitely had to shift in my mind what that exactly meant as far as um I, I wanted almost like how I like to communicate here on the podcast is I want to be able to to communicate that way on Instagram more but instead I've said you know what we're just going to keep it we're just going to keep it a little bit more basic and be about this are, this is where we are with our travels this is what we're doing and and leave leave the I don't know, the mindfulness, the conversations about consciousness and all these other things over here on this platform and on YouTube too. Victor and I have been really trying to show up as much as we can every day and just talk about like real life because I think there's uh, there's so much distraction going on. I guess if some people still watch the news, but there's so much going on in the news and there in you can just get like wrapped up in in all these lies and all this um, momentum that's carrying you away from the self. Yeah, and when you break away from social media and or, or the news, there's this really weird realization because you know on like a logic level, like I know I'm addicted to social media or I know I watch too much, too much of the news. But when you break away from it, you realize this, this crazy weird epiphany of like, whoa, I was living my life not living my life. I was living my life through this digital thing where I'm not really in front of any people. Literally, it's just really weird um, because technology is an essential part of our lives in a way, but there's a huge part of it that's really um, restricted us from living our lives to the fullest. So if you follow uh, everything that's happening as far as from astrology or the things we've talked about before, how we're moving into this age of Aquarius, where it's, uh, information. So we're still going to have a lot of technology, but it's a humanitarianism. And I just start thinking about like, wow, when that Jenga tower tumbles and then we rebuild a social media platform based off of humanitarianism, that could be a really cool thing. I know like 
the dynamics of our immediate family is really amazing. I, I don't capture it nearly enough, but how it's so synergistic. Our family just works together in a really great way. In fact, while we're recording this podcast, I overheard because we're in our fifth wheel. This was our first time to record in the fifth wheel, so it's a little louder. But I overheard in the kitchen, which is like 10 feet away from me, um, Danny walked in and was like, oh, dad, you did all the dishes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was going to do them, but I really appreciate that you did them. So thanks so much. I'm like, that kind of communication might be is normal in our house, but I don't think that's the norm wouldn't you say? Like, I don't think no, that most people not. are probably. And so we were trying to get to, to find ways, like, how do we, how do we communicate this? That's humanitarianism. I, I, I care about you and I want to help you out. And, oh, I'm so sorry that, uh, why didn't you, you could have just asked. And he's like, well, I, I would have asked, but I didn't mind doing it this time. Could you imagine a social media platform where we yeah. have that same vibe? I imagine that would be, that's like, how we try to show up for social media, but social media itself, I mean, even just the Instagram algorithm seems to hate us for doing that. So, you know. I feel like the like <laughs> button would have to get demolished. Like, you yeah. can't have that. Yeah. I think, like, if you wanted to personally take your own step in creating that, topple your own Jenga tower. And, you know, I guess in some ways Telegram, it doesn't have that element. But Definitely. Just... The only problem I see with Telegram is I... Um, there are a lot of really cool channels out there. Like I follow the way forward. I follow collective evolution. I follow green med info. Cause those are like my three favorite sources of information. But the, the only problem is with telegram because it's like a legit news feed. You can post pictures or you can just do like tweets or links. It becomes so much fear. Like fear this, fear this, fear this. And this bad thing happened. This bad thing happened. We have to fight. We have to fight. We have to fight. It's good if you like, if you really don't know what's going on, especially, it's really good. But if you already know and you already have come to this point where you can't do much more, like, you know, you reject the mask, you, you do what you can to fight for your freedom, um, then it's just more fear-mongering. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up with a little bit of inspiration on how you can kind of nurture your sacral chakra so that if you do want to, you know, taper off social media a little bit, but at the same time work on getting that self-growth so that you feel like, empowered, right? You want to be empowered to defy the norm. Um, some of the things that you might notice though, if you do struggle with a little bit of a block sacral chakra is, you know, you lack some creativity or you lack interest. Uh, if you feel like not a lot of self-worth, you don't have a lot of motivation or inspiration. Addictive behaviors are very common with a block sacral chakra. Inability to have intimate connections. Uh, even something as little as uh, reproductive issues often stem from a blocked chakra, uh, sacral chakra. Um, low libido, hormone imbalances, hip injuries or hip tightness, depression. Those are all things that happen. So you can imagine by me reading down that list, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe 85% of America has some element of a blocked sacral chakra. So Gabby, when somebody balances it out, what is like... What are they going to feel different? How are they, how will it? I think a lot of people have such blocked sacral chakras that even when I say these things, people won't exactly know what that feels like or what that means. Because the first one is that you feel inspired and motivated. And um, in my, in the book I'm reading, it talks about how someone who's below 
below 200 doesn't know what inspiration feels like. And so that's why that's what prompted oh, that wow. because I just read that recently. So because inspiration is one of is one of the coolest things ever. I mean, have you ever had like an idea that just hooks you and you want to you want to create it or go do it and you want to see it through? I'm just going to interject really quick and say this is why though it might be better to have a blocked Seiko tracker because mine's not blocked. And so my problem is I'm like have so many ideas I don't follow through with one I like create a course and then go create another course and then go create another course and go rock climb somewhere and then go travel I like yeah so ideas and inspiration might be a bad thing you never know but yeah when you (laughs) unlock it that's it's it'll come on really fast you'll you'll know when the sacral chakra is open it feels open it's inspirations all around you and you're motivated to go do it but um the other one is is feeling vulnerable and vulnerable is one that like people are like why would I want to feel that but it's like emotional vulnerability in that you can connect with people with like hey I'm really feeling this and like I can express it and like I can connect with you because you now understand how I feel how I'm an I'm a real authentic human being that wants to connect with other individuals and the last one that um is engaged with your emotions and this one's really hard and because this is actually the result, but also the problem, because usually a lot of times when people have blocked sacral chakras, it's because they they're afraid of negative emotions or they um, they try to repress their negative emotions. And what what that ends up happening what ends up happening is that when you repress your negative emotions, you repress all of your emotions, so you don't experience your fullest extent of joy. The, so the result of an open sacral chakra is that, yes, you have to experience your negative emotions, but then you actually get to experience full joy um, more often in your life. And I'm going to say from uh, experience with being in a marriage for almost 30 years and raising five kids, there are two things that I notice when I sit back and reflect on how how I can help my relationship and with both my spouse and my kids is two questions. What do you want? And why? (laughs) And that's a simple one, but why? Like, so I know with Victor, he did not get nurtured to have an open sacral chakra. This one's one we, him and I talk about on YouTube a lot that he struggles with. And me, when I go constantly, like, what do you want? What do you want? It's like, doesn't, he doesn't get that many opportunities or he hasn't nurtured that ability to be inspired or motivated to be like, you know what? I want to drive back to Montana and be back in the, whatever, wherever we go. I can't think he's never once said like, I want to go here. And so being able, but we have a really good relationship because we are still vulnerable with each other. And so the next, which is why, like an open mind, why don't you want to, why, why, why can't we talk about this more? Why, why do you think you don't care where we go? And Sometimes those are, to me, I feel like, well, doesn't everybody have these conversations? But I know because of when I try to talk to, say, my parents about stuff like this, I can't have these conversations. They're like, what? We don't, we don't talk like this. Like, we just report the weather. We don't go into, like, you know, why am I feeling scared and I haven't left my house? Or why do you not feel scared and you leave your house? We don't have, we can't, if we don't engage in these why questions uh, and let each other explain why we feel like that then that blocks off your sacral chakra and I know my kids that they even though Gabby's saying as her type three she struggles with this more I know overall I can ask her like what inspires you and she can give me things that are like well 
I really want to create this, or I really want to write this, or I really want to climb this wall, or I want to go somewhere. So she's still filled with inspiration. Getting told maybe to be more vulnerable is a little harder where I have to like, why? Why do you think that? And it's, it takes time. It's just like, let people ask you why. And then, you know, you might only get a sentence out the first time. And then before you know it, everything's, you can't get them to stop talking. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, Gabby, for all your consciousness insight. I'm having her, she's going to have to definitely make us a consciousness course because this book that she's reading is so intriguing and I'm trying to like gather all the information. I could actually read it myself, but I probably wouldn't get around to it. I just want the cliff notes. <laughs> I like to stick, just give it to the point. Okay. Which one am I at? Which one do I need to grow to? Cause that's just how I work. Um, if you really like all of these uh, insights that we have into the chakras, at least, uh, there's a couple of things. One, we have our full course, and we're even in the process of adding to that course. It's going to have this really cool um, next level experience with it. So in the chakra healing course, Power, Passion, Productivity, we explain what the chakras are, how they get blocked, how you unblock them, a little bit of what we talked about today, but more in depth. And you can totally sign up and do that, that course. Uh, and you'll also get uh, in the next couple of weeks, they'll have that extra feature that we're um, recording right now on it. Or you can just uh, in the links in the show notes, uh, you can just order the workbook and the workbook's really cool. Uh, how it came out. It has all the notes from the course. It doesn't have the videos, the, you have to get the videos uh, in the, in the actual course, but it really has amazing uh, journaling. It, it has great recipes. It shows you the yoga poses. Uh, I don't know. I, don't you love how it came out? I love it. I'm so, I think it's, I think it's so much fun for people. And I think it, it's super effective in giving you uh, a basic intro level into what your chakras are, what your chakras are at. Are they blocked? Are they open? And how to work through them. Yes. Awesome. All right, you guys, thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.